The first step in getting closer to God is to realize that you need to or that you want to. And the second step in getting closer to God is to realize that it's possible. I want to encourage you to check out my book, Getting Closer to God, Anthologies from the Forefront Trilogy, Book 2. I think this will really be helpful to you in your pursuit of the Lord and help you understand what I learned over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthologies from the Forefront, Book 2, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon. Welcome to Foundational Missions Leadership Moment. Join your host, Scott McClelland of FX Missions, as he deep dives into the lives of leaders to glean secrets that will propel today's leaders to new heights. Here's Scott. Wow. I had no idea, but I'm very thankful that that you unpacked that for us because, you know, those seeds planted in that young and fresh soil there, it has an impact and it it shapes the, the future. Yes. Uh, those leaders who are passing on in some ways part of their mantle to other leaders that are being raised up or yes. they're making some kind of a contribution that is powerful. And, you know, I'm just curious now, how would you characterize what Lauren has done and obviously the organization that he raised? How would you characterize how discipleship and disciple making? Clearly, that's something that you received while you were part of the those early days. How would you say they've done that? And how would you say in its second generation and preceding, in your case, how is that disciple? There's a lot of talk about discipleship. Yes. And sadly, from my purview, and certainly I have a limited one, a lot of the efforts around discipleship end with the conversation. So I, I would love to get your scan on that, how the organization, how Lauren, how Lions Share, how, how you guys are approaching that in, in terms of how, how can we be informed and be encouraged and maybe get, get our bearings right in having that kind of fruitful life that you're talking about, because God will judge us on that basis, mm. our fruitfulness. Mm. How should we step out? How do we make a good step in that direction based on what you've observed in Lauren, in the organization, and also what you guys are doing at Lineshare? I know that's yeah. a very big question. No, that's I'm a sorry great to throw question. it on you no. all at once. No, I, I really value it when someone tees me up like that to talk about that because it, it is really important. And it's my, one of my dear friends, his name is Randy Young. Randy's a pastor, now missionary, uh, mission mobilizer would probably be the best way to describe Randy. He's in his 60s. And years ago, he said this to me. He said, David's like Jesus's last command has become our least concern. And his... Mm. He was saying, look, if you're just really honest and look at the life of Jesus, he taught the multitudes, but he invested in 12. You know, probably if he was around today, he might not even have a big enough company to get a loan, you know, but he, oh, but, he but he poured into 12 people. He poured his life into 12 people. Multitudes were taught. Multitudes we know were fed. People were healed. All those things. But the, the core essence of Jesus's life is he knew that he was coming to the planet that he would leave. He would die for, raise a, be risen again, 
but he would leave. And it were mm. it wasn't just buddies to hang around with. It wasn't just a community to have friends with. It was actually people that he invested deeply into. And we see the fruit of that in the book of Acts. I like to tease and say that I think we could rename the book of Acts, the Acts of the Discipled. Because if you take an mm. honest look at it, what the book of Acts is, is a combination of three years of Jesus investing his life into to these men, and then the power of the Spirit landing upon them, and that's what gives us Acts. And if we don't view Acts through the lens of the fruit of disciple-making, we miss seeing what I think we're supposed to see there, along with, of course, mm. the birth of the church. And when you look at it, Scott, it's like, here's the way that I look at this. Like, if we could go you know, watch the live stream, if it were possible, of when Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations, you know, in Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And if we could be watching that, I think this is how those people that were present that day heard it. What I've done for you the last three years, just go do that. Just go hmm. do that. Wow. And it wasn't, you know, and again, none of these things I speak of negatively, I enjoy them, I participate course, yeah. and blessed by, but he didn't say, look, here's the old pattern of the building of the temple. Here's what the new church buildings need to look like. Here's, you know, you need to go start worship conferences. You need now, and again, I take in all those, I enjoy them, but at the core, right. it impacts the thinness of where we can be spiritually. Like, I'm just concerned that the the depths of what it knows, not only to know God in our heads, but to experience him in our lives. The richness mm. of the word of God being transferred to somebody, teaching somebody, hey, did you did you just pick up that nudge there? That's the Holy Spirit right now helping you see that. So here's what you need to do about that. You know, we just, we don't have the intentionality and the deliberateness in doing so. And so, you know, there's all kinds of methodologies, you know, that we can get involved in. And with Lionshare, um, there's a simple process that we call revelation, obedience, transformation. And what that means, just summing it up really quickly, is that revelation is paying attention when God reveals something to you, when he shows you, highlights, underscore, whatever words you want to use. Mm -hmm. But we need to learn to pay attention when God is revealing something to us, whether it's in your quiet time, whether it's through a conversation listening to this podcast, whatever it is, what is God highlighting? What is he revealing to you? Then it's obeying what he's revealed. And, and because we have not, think of, again, Jesus said, um, teaching them to obey, like part of disciple making is teaching people how to obey Jesus, not out of a got to, mm. but out of love for him. And right. so when God reveals something, it's teaching them how to obey what God has shown them from the word or by the spirit. And then that leads towards transformation. And this happens, Scott, not only in your life, but also through your life as you're obedient to God. And so it's part of the process that we use to help people understand how God awakens something into us, how we can respond to it, and then trust him to bring transformation. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Thanks for tackling that. I know that is a really broad question, but I, I think you unpacked it wonderfully and thank you for, for doing it. So I know we're coming to the kind of to the end of our time here on this particular interview. And we, I want to get you back. I know we're going to talk about Ezra in our next episode, but I want to get you back to maybe unpack some more of that stuff 
on our longer form podcast, we can talk more about your ministry, what you guys are up to and, and sure. dig into that much more because I would love to. But I want to mention at the kind of the conclusion of this uh, episode, you've re- recently finished a new book and it talks about, if I remember right, the vocational, the opportunity in discipleship around your vocation. Can you take a minute, talk to us a little bit about that? I know that's not long, but uh, no, I'd be, what can you sure. tell us there? Sure. Yeah, it's a, it'll, it'll be out. We'll have some copies in the fall and next March is when it will launch publicly, but it's called The Great Opportunity and subtitled Making Disciples of Jesus in Every Vocation. And uh, one of the things that I've been doing over the last couple of decades is spending time with people who serve in various vocations who love Jesus, but they've never Mm -hmm. connected the ways of God, again, how God does things in light of their vocation. And I think in in and through our vocations, we have a real opportunity to not only model what Jesus looks like to people, but to be able to help them understand that he wants to bless and pour his goodness and grace on even our vocations that we work within. And so vocational disciple-making, as we call it, is coming alongside someone in a particular vocation, like here in Nashville, I pour into some artists, and those artists now have groups where they're pouring into other artists. So it's the ways of God for their Mm. personal lives, but it's also the ways of God that apply to them specifically as creatives. And so Mm. if we have more people in the vocations reflecting God, guess what? It blesses everybody around us. Absolutely. Well, we'll look forward to the public release on that. As we're wrapping up here, can you tell us if someone wants to know more about LionShare? I know there's several aspects of what you guys are doing. How can we, I'm going to backlink, obviously, everything in the notes, but how can someone who's listening right now find out more about what you guys are up to and and how to connect more deeply with the uh, things you're doing? Sure. Thanks for asking. They can go to www.lionshare, just like it sounds, L-I-O-N-S-H-A-R-E.org. And they'll find there lots of different resources and tools. And we're in the process of updating the website in light of some of the things we're doing. But they'll find some things like Discipleship Journey, which is a one-year discipleship walk where it helps somebody come to the point of growing spiritually that they can reproduce in others. You will see just a number of things there that relate to disciple making and discipling leaders. So you're more than welcome to drop by and say hi. Absolutely. We appreciate that very much. And we'll send that in the show notes so folks can not get into any peril while driving or or listening while (laughs) otherwise occupied. Thank you very much for being on here for profiling uh, leadership in general and very encouraging session. Also, for what you uh, shared with us about Lauren Cunningham, what a father in the faith Mm -hmm. I'm very inspired by. I probably won't get to as much territory as him, but as long as I'm judged by the third and fourth generation, like he said, we would be. As the scripture teaches us, that piece was very encouraging to me. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yes. Dave Buring, thanks again. I am Scott McClellan. For your FX Missions Leadership Moment, to find out more about me or us, please do so at fxmissions.com. Thank you for joining Scott with today's Leadership Moment. We hope you've apprehended an inspirational nugget or two that, when activated in your own life, will be imparted into those you lead. You may contact Scott at scott at fxmissions.com. 
Visit fxmissions.com to learn more about how you can grow your own leadership and engage in missions. Until next time, good day, everyone.